welcome to the Pad Bros Podcast, your home for third-hand news, questionable advice, and dubious opinions all about Puzzle and Dragons. It is Wednesday, August 31st, 2016. Is that the right date? You betcha. Awesome. And uh, you just heard him. Alpha is here with me again. Howdy, howdy, guys. Happy to join. Yeah, how are you doing? Doing awesome. Doing good. Living the dream one day at a time. How about you, Evan? I'm doing very well. I think uh, both of us worked pretty long days yesterday. It's nice that we are able to squeeze this in today. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, I've got another long day tomorrow. Very long day tomorrow, but today's a little little uh, low-key, so happy to be able to hop on the podcast again. Ah, sweet. I am happy that you're back. I think uh, I got some positive reviews from last time. Uh, people liked uh, hearing us talk, which is mystifying to me, but I'm glad that they do. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed you said some positive reviews, so it was definitely a, a mixed mixed batch there, huh? Uh, almost entirely positive reviews. <laughs> almost entirely. Fair enough. Um, so, uh, do you have any anything going on in your life that's, uh, that uh, I don't know about that's uh, exciting for you? Um, let's see, not, not too much. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting geared up for hunting season. Hunting season's uh, a couple weeks away, and, uh, you know, that's kind of my outside work, outside pad life at the moment, getting ready for some hunting. All right. Um, did you have your backpacking trip up to the Adirondacks? No, no, that's going to be, um, end of September, towards the end of September. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Spartan race? Spartan race is mid-September. They're kind of back-to-back weekends. I'm hoping it's not going to be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. I've, I've never done a Spartan race, but I don't know. Looks like I think you look like you can handle it. <laughs> By the looks of my beard, I could definitely run real far, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, uh, I got to... Go climb a mountain this past weekend. That was really nice. So, uh, and then uh, looking forward to a bunch of fun things coming up in September as well. So, uh, yeah, September's uh, sounds like a, a busy and fun month for both of us. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, what kind of stuff do you have lined up in September? Do you, anything you want to share? Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm uh, probably gonna go up towards the end of the month and. Uh, visit my friend in Oregon and then climb some sort of uh, dormant volcano or something up there. Most of the big mountains in Oregon are uh, used to be volcanoes and they're all kind of kind of like they, uh, the way mountains in that area of the of the country are, they sort of just it's like flat hill, flat or just slightly hilly around them and then they just rise up in this giant cone. Uh, out of the earth and uh instead of like in california there's a bunch of jagged mountains kind of all right next to each other in a row so i don't usually get to climb those uh old volcanoes so that might be cool that definitely sounds then, uh, like uh the beginning of like a, a buddy action adventure movie when when the dormant volcano suddenly wakes up oh yeah definitely might be <laughs> i mean uh it did happen mount saint helens exploded in that area not that long ago. I'll make sure you're ready for that one. I oh yeah, I will have my anti-lava uh, outerwear on, just in case. 
Perfect. Well played. Uh, and then uh, I think uh, for my girlfriend's birthday, we're going down to San Luis Obispo and going to hang out down there. Very nice. That'll be fun. Um, cool. What did I... Oh, no, that's it. Let's let's talk about pad news. Let's do Our it. Our pad lives. Uh, what's going on with you in, in pad these days? Well, I just hit 550 days played. Um, I think it was about a week ago, maybe a little bit more, but gave me a few stones, so that's good. Um, let's see. I finished off pad island with a bang by, uh... You know, really showing gung ho who's boss and, and dumping some money in there, and, and out came a uh, summer mirror. So that's, uh, it's pretty amazing, pretty amazing. That's like that's I, very nice. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the odds were like point five percent or something. Um, yeah, that, that you really on, low, so. really low. Yeah, so so you know, I dumped a bunch of resources in and got her fully leveled, fully awoken and, uh, hypermaxed. So let's cool. see. I, yeah. I, I mean, my team is definitely still in development. Uh, I was not planning to ever get that card. So I'm working on it. Um, right. I also, I, I don't know what you're doing. I think it was maybe like last Tuesday or so. There was a two times XP for Lynthia, which created this kind of, um, unlimited rank up ability up to rank about 630 or so. You could run nonstop. And I was a little too busy to do it nonstop, but I did get quite a few ranks and I almost max skilled Delinthia. So, so that's kind of fun. I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for that to happen again because that, that, it's not often where you're at, you know, 500 plus rank and you're able to continuously run. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the the uh, one I think it was one and a half times exp for Olympia, oh, okay. which meant that for a twenty five stamina dungeon, I think you were hitting like ninety k exp. That sounds something about like right. That. Yeah, or like yeah, eighty something. It was really really awesome, and uh, I definitely ran that for a bit. I I I am unfortunately past that point where you can infinitely rank up running Olympia like that. Um, but nonetheless, definitely ran it, definitely got some ranks from it, and it's so nice. <laughs> Awoken Lube just makes that dungeon so casual and, and so fast. Like, it's one of those dungeons where, you, you you know, you do your farming, you get some MP, you get some EXP for rank, you get plus eggs, get to try to skill up Olynthia, and uh, all that happens while you're barely paying attention to what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, I was able to build up that that ALB uh, farm team, and it definitely makes it a breeze. So that was pretty cool. And 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 I, I also um, uh, what did we have? Oh, the starry uh, was it St- starry thieves den? No, there's another T I'm missing in there somewhere. It's star treasure. Star treasure thieves den. Okay, um, I, I went a little ham on that and pretty much finished hypermaxing my mirror team but i i left off what is kind of the flex spot i didn't throw any pluses on who uh is currently in my flex spot so but everyone else is hypermax so it makes me cool. feel and good feels good what is your team again for uh miru um well for mirror <laughs> my my team is um let's see sun wukong with uh saria and herod I've got Awoken, uh, DQ, XQ, and I've got Apocalypse. 
So right now my flex spot is uh, has urea in it, but I would also oh. uh, put in like a fast. Um, uh, That's orb right. Changer. We talked about we yeah. talked about urea as your flex spot last time. I think. Yeah, yeah. So so either like Fuma Kotaro uh, or uh, Ball. All right. Yeah, is Ball or, or Belial the, the? Oh yeah, Ball is the, the light one, the light demon, um, because he's got that uh, multiplayer boost. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty decked out team. It's capable of quite a bit. Cool. I think honestly, I have almost the same exact team. I'm running uh, Miru, and uh, I have a DQ. Uh, I have not yet gotten around to changing mine over to a Woken DQXQ. Um, and then I have uh, Sun Wukong, Apocalypse, and uh, my flex spot is currently filled with Wedding Akachi, who is pretty badass. Uh, so jealous. Um, so jealous. But I think most people seem to inherit Wedding Akachi onto somebody else. So I'm, I might put some plus eggs on my awoken venus and then uh, inherit somebody onto her instead yeah i think well one thing i recently did after you said you had done the um ultimate endless i decided to hop on in there and give it a shot i i was uh i don't know a little bored or whatever didn't have stamina i don't know but i hopped in there i made it all the way up to kali i set up what i thought was a perfect board i'm pretty sure it is like the perfect mirror board I had a row at the top, a row on the bottom, uh, you know, the, the cross in the middle with two uh, heart matches segmenting off another light match uh, yeah. on, on the other side. That's pretty much ideal. Did mm-hmm. not make it past the uh, the damage cap, and I got one shot. Couldn't believe it. Really? Yeah. So I, I, think, I think having someone to enhance those orbs is pretty important. That was against Light Collie? It was light collie, yeah. I'm sure against dark collie, I would have uh, surpassed it. That I'm surprised because honestly, I've uh, I've soloed arena with uh, Miru a couple times, and uh, I've always done basically that same setup and managed to uh, knock El Kali usually down below fifty percent. I don't know. Well, you know what? I actually recorded that move. Um, so I'm gonna have to check check the videotape on that one. You know, go back to the film. Oh wow! Um, I actually ran uh, arena last night with in co-op with another friend of mine, uh, Carlos, and he brings along wedding is a nami. So when you if you pop wedding is a nami and make a heart cross. You can tank the first hit from Kali. Very cool. Yeah, I actually just, I think yesterday or the day before, finished skilling up my wedding as an Ami. Um, so I just got to get some levels in her, and then she will be up and running. So that's a pretty uh, cool, cool uh, team build there. Yeah, so if you, uh, if you pop wedding as an Ami on there, and then you can tank that first hit, and then the shield's gone, and then you can pop your. APOC DQ and almost certainly kill. Ah, very nice. Okay. This is why you, you've got the dojo. Wait, do you still have the dojo, Evan? I do. I actually, okay. uh, I ran a few uh, out of it. And um, so, <laughs> uh, part of my news is that since we talked last time, I had 
gotten an Indra pole that uh, Diana did for me. And that was my last piece that I needed to set up a uh, Awoken Ra-led Dacho carry team to beat Machine Zeus. So nice. I think I have I have the sort of um, it's the nearly classic version um, where I'm running uh, Sephiroth. So my, I have uh, Awoken Ra with uh, Hades inherited onto him. And then, uh, so for the 30% gravity, and then I have Sephiroth with Awoken Yomi inherited on. So Sephiroth doing massive, massive damage with his machine killer, uh, and then the Awoken Yomi inherits so that I have time to do eight combos against the, uh, the boss. And then, uh, I have, uh, Amon with El Kali inherited so I can set up my board. And then I have, uh what's it tengu for skill boosts and i have carrot inherited on there and then i have bracky bean my one one turn <laughs> cooldown monster uh, nice with, with indra inherited so um the classic team is using gunma instead of bracky bean but i've been too lazy to farm a gunma so i have thrown bracky bean in there and now my team just is that much cooler because it's led by Bracky Bean. And it's amazing cuz you you use that one turn skill like almost every single turn. <laughs> like that, <laughs> it's like the what on my team I don't use any skills until the last floor except for Bracky Bean. But I have to remember to use Bracky Bean every time. <laughs> That's fan- any time you could use Bracky Bean to beat an annihilation uh, uh style dungeon is pretty amazing so uh props oh yeah absolutely that's why that's why i wanted to do it now um you know i think with gunma it would actually make my team a little bit safer i'd have a little bit more hp and i'd have a little bit of healing from gunma's active ability which might give me the chance to actually get rid of some poison orbs on the second to last floor but it's not that important um it's worked out most of the time I've managed to clear a few times, but I'm so bad at it. Without time extends, I'm terrible. I can't, like, oh, no. like I, I think my team ends up having, like, uh, one, one and a half extra seconds. So I've got, like, five and a half seconds to um, hit all five colors, and I'm just so much worse at it than I thought it would be. I was like, oh, man, I'm better now. I'm better at comboing. Nope. Time extends are giving me the illusion of being better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I was playing uh, Kaedi as a lead um, just the other day, and the difference between uh, using Mir as a cross lead and using Kaedi as a cross lead is pronounced. <laughs> it, it, it really is. I think even my, uh, my Kaedi team has like Perseus on there, so... Uh, I think I'm I'm running Perseus for Dandi and uh, Vishnu, and so I've got eight seconds. But those, uh, you know, it's it's a difference of uh, you know a full second less than my Miru team, and I just notice myself being like, just you you kind of like get the feel for how much time you have, and then with Kaede you have one second less, so I have all these like just barely uncompleted heart crosses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. 
Well, I, I mean, that's pretty awesome, though. You put together that, that Dacho carry team. Yeah, it's fun. I've carried... It's basically, honestly, I'm so bad at it. It's like friends only. Like, I'm not like trying to find people on Reddit like, hey, hey I can carry you. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, no worries. Because I just like, I'm, you know, I'm going to mess it up. It's going to take maybe two, three, four tries. So uh, if it's a friend of mine that wants needs a machine Zeus, we'll get it done. <laughs> if not, <laughs> maybe... Maybe uh, I'll let somebody who's better at it because the the other the other guys and the other dojos on uh, the carry server on Discord are definitely better than me. Uh, well, hey, I, I mean, uh, one day if you if you watch, there's some new tutorials out. They're called the Get Good Noob uh, guides, and oh. if you yeah, if you're to watch those, um, they might help you. That might help you out. I will. I will have to check that out. See if I can try to get good. <laughs> uh, one uh, can only hope. So, so do you? Do you have uh, any other news going on? Anything else? Yeah, uh, some interesting th- stuff. Uh, I mentioned already that I had been doing uh, arena with uh, both Miru and Biru. So, <clears throat> so I did. Uh, Ultimate Arena solo with my um, blue mirror team, my nice. beach mirror team. I've uh, done it a few times with my light mirror team, uh, and uh, I have co-opted with a, a light mirror team as well. Sort of in preparation for uh, uh, Carlos and I have been chatting about trying to run our uh, mirror teams in uh, Arena Three. Because nice. neither of us have cleared that yet. Now, I've actually attempted Arena 3 solo with my Light Miru team. I'm going to just bounce back and forth between Mir and Miru repeatedly. I <laughs> don't, don't, hope no one gets too frustrated with that. Um, so, uh, I tried Arena 3 solo uh, and uh, have only died to user error so far. So... <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure I had, uh, I, I got to like the 20th floor right before it starts to get really hard. And, uh, I, uh, had defoud and I hit six combos, but like didn't finish my heart cross in time. And so I like got killed there and felt really really dopey because i had made like two light rows and another couple of combos and i just had to finish up my heart cross and i would have taken him out so i I, we'll see how it goes i you know the teams that i see soloing arena three with miru are a little more heavily skill inherited than my team and so i'm wondering if that's really going to be a drawback for me or not but well, what, what was we'll that your out. only? Uh, was that your only attempt? I'm sorry. Was that your only attempt on Arena Three? Uh, I think uh, I may have died to something dopier on another attempt. <laughs> so. Something even even worse, uh, user error. But uh, I'm starting <laughs> to learn. I'm starting to learn like what uh, Miru can do. Like I I got killed one time by Zhou Yu. And mentioned it, uh, you know, on Discord, and somebody was like, "Oh, I just one shot him, 
and then the heart cross is enough to tank his attempted murder shot and i was like oh and so i next time i saw him in the in arena i just blasted him and then uh his hit didn't even knock me under 50 percent. i was like ah, ah there we go yeah yeah you gotta learn what what each guy will do uh, specific to the team so if you could one shot certain guys and if they're gonna one shot you that sort of thing yeah things like uh what did i do one time oh uh with for example, Hino. And so if you don't bring a delay, Hino could be nasty because he's got, uh, he does all those orb changing attacks. So he takes away all the orbs that you need. Uh, and he does a big skill delay. So you have to like try and survive that. Um, and then he also, uh, if you knock, if you get him under his resolve, he binds all your monsters for two turns. Um, so what I've been doing when I come up against him in arena is doing like a heart cross and then one match of three, and that's enough to knock him under 50%. And then he binds your monsters for two turns, but not your leaders. And then you can actually successfully kill him with just your leaders, just the, the mirrors. Wow. Yeah, so if you're if you're very careful and precise with him, you can get through, and you don't have to really even use any skills to get past him, which is which is very cool and a very strong thing for uh, to be able to do there. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I, I, I definitely. You know, I've never tried Arena Three, so I'm gonna have to give it a shot sometime. Yeah, and we could even try it. Uh, run uh, Miru in it together sometime. Might as well. Sounds Maybe we good. can find something useful to do with your uh, flex spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could. Um, I've also I got my crown in the mail from the Watatsumi tournament. Ah, the score held up. It did hold up. Yeah, pretty excited about that. Uh, first one for me. Um, maybe my last. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you still have one though. I know. I, I'm kind of excited about it. I I enjoy those dungeons a lot and i'm glad that uh my enjoyment of it finally bore fruit uh other than just the top 10 percent that i get all the time um i max skilled my machine harrow which is cool and then i threw uh my uh series skill on her so now i've got a machine hera who can uh, do a full heal full bind clear is unbindable um and only 26 turns for that <laughs> for that to wow. come up but uh that being said uh i think you and i used uh used that in running uh ultimate arena with machine hera that's true yeah that, that was a good run we, we uh we unfortunately lost the uh recorded footage my computer uh it it was too <clears throat> amazing of a run and it just kind of it, it it overheated the computer or something you know the, the recording yeah, the... just froze yeah, the comboing was uh, so furious and magnificent that uh, your computer would, would just forgot to record and was just stuck watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. And then uh, I have been experimenting lately with farming Super Ultimate Dragon Rush with Awoken Lube. Whoa. I don't, I don't think I've even tried that one yet. So... So, um, well, I, I mean, we have to get into the specifics of, of the team, but what is the purpose of farming it, of farming that dungeon? 
so one run of Super Ultimate Dragon Rush in co-op uh, is going to cost you 50 stamina and uh, gives you uh, 158,000 rank EXP. Wow. So uh, basically almost there with uh, your one and a half times EXP Linthia um, in terms of how much ex- experience per stamina you get. Uh, but Super Ultimate Dragon Rush is available in Coin Dungeon all the time, whereas your one and a half times EXP Linthia comes up once a month or every couple of weeks. Um, so it's amazing uh, experience per stamina for rank, um, and it's incredible for coin farming for some reason. Um, so it's not that I'm necessarily running out of coins, but uh, occasionally uh, the old uh, skill inheriting will uh, deplete me more than I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I have noticed that. I mean, once you start, you know, throwing out an inherit for one dungeon, then you have to swap to a, you know a different inherit for another. That'll eat up the coins pretty quick. Yeah, it's it's uh, two million every time. So, uh, you know, you do five inherits and you just lost uh, seven figures in coins. Yeah. Um, but uh, Super Ultimate Dragon Rush get, seems to give about a minimum of a quarter million coins per run. That's pretty good. So, and so for to have something that's like available like that pretty much all the time. Uh, and to be able to uh, run it very quickly, very safely, um, which is what Awoken Lube allows. And, uh, you know, basically I'm ranking up, spend one stone per rank up. It's pretty sweet. And then eventually I'll actually make myself uh, max skill some of those monsters that drop. The, uh, you know, get, get myself a max skill defoud which I believe is actually useful for some things. Because <laughs> he's got like a little light attack, and he is a heartbreaker. So, pretty interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, lately I've been trying to uh, get some of those farmable cards uh, maxed out, because you never know who's going to get that next ultimate evo, and sometimes it's fun to actually just include some, some farmables in, in, in uh, you know, just standard team building. Yeah, I my sort of near horizon project is uh, hyper maxing my dragon zombie because I love the card, I love the art, and uh, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna max him out and then try to find somewhere to use him. <laughs> and, and he uh, enhances dark orbs. Is that what he does? Enhances dark and green, so uh, uh, I can probably throw him in for some sort of uh, Awoken Lube team at some point. There we go. Or, or, or if uh, Zuo ever comes into the meta again. Yes, if if Zuo gets a, an Awoken Evo. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> there we go. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's all I've got for my own personal news. Um. You know, with all that SUDR farming, I am uh, closing in on 700. It's uh, it's not so far away anymore. Wow! Might be might be by the time we next talk on the podcast. Excellent. That, that's yeah. that's pretty close. I mean, we're recording like five episodes a day now, so 
Yeah. You should be six, a uh, fan. I'm, I'm at like 681. Wow. Yeah, we'll see. Um, how about, uh, all right, let's, let's move into some North American news. Uh, we had uh, an update very recently, uh, and some interesting things came out. Uh, my favorite so far is replay where you hop in a co-op dungeon with, uh, your partner and then at the end, you just, uh, it asks if you want to go again in the same dungeon with the same partner. And man, that's really nice for that, uh, for gorilla farming. It is such a, an amazing quality of life update there. And, and it does like literally increase the amount of uh, possible runs for, for gorilla farming. Like you're saying, like the amount of runs you could fit into an hour, um, drastically goes up. So. Yeah. you fit way more runs in an hour don't have to worry about people sniping you oh yeah Uh, so good i've definitely used that quite a bit especially doing something like dailies if you want to run a daily like five or six times and pick up some evo mats you know just find one person and be able to you know replay it as many times as you need it's uh definitely one of my favorite updates uh in in recent history so and I think that this is one of those things that, like, has basically, I, I would say the whole friend list thing is almost becoming obsolete. Yeah, kind of. I, I mean, one thing I'm a little bit sad about is that my best friends, um, uh, I mean, I still, I'll hop into the two stamina normal dungeon and I farm the PAL points every single day and make sure that, you know, the people that chose to best friend me are getting their PAL points as well. Um, but I really, I mean, I'm not running too much solo these days, so I'm not really using it in dungeons much. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I guess the friend list as a whole is becoming less important um, since, again, you know, in co-op you could run with anyone. Yeah, and that's, you know, you're you, you're not like hoping that your friends hop into stuff as much, uh, like sharing dungeons and hoping for someone to find you, you know, with discord, it's almost always possible to find someone to run stuff. Uh, and you know, the replay, you know, it's not even, you, you know, I, I used to sort of, we like find someone we're like, Oh, let's run this for an hour. Like, okay, cool. And, uh, all right, after the first run, I'm going to add you to my friend list so that I can just share. Yeah. Right yeah. now, now we don't even have to do that. So, another reason that I'm not so t- not so tied up by your friend list anymore. It's it's pretty interesting. I would say, uh, you know, you're doing better than me. I am not getting my pal points every day. I just, oh man. I I should, but uh, I'm getting lazy. Especially since I recently uh, went whale on the on the pal machine. But we'll we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> Oh man, I, I, I'm interested on that. I mean, whaling on the REM machine is one thing, but whaling on the PAL machine—that sounds yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, we also got some uh, Evos that came out. Uh, we had uh, Caster, Pollux, Antares all got their alt Evo split alt Evos, so you got to choose. Um, did you? Uh, have those monsters did you make your choices did you evo um out of all of those i only have uh pollux so i went with the uh sub 
uh, alt evo but the, yeah. the the card is not developed unfortunately she has great awakenings now but she's skill level one um and i don't think she's max level so i'm completely in the same place on pollux and uh you know the i would say i have Antares and pollux and evo them both to the subversion and uh they're both like level 15 i think they've got one skill up combined between <laughs> between them um i did awaken them because i think i ran a bunch of tomatoes with somebody uh and i didn't know who to give them to so uh they're awoken but uh that's about it um i do want to get my i do want to get them skilled up i think that they'll be useful and I'd, I'd love to start using them but uh not until i get some skills on them nice yeah uh, i wish i had caster the the new uh both versions of caster are equally cool for different reasons. I think the the sub version is amazing, has the third highest attack in the game. Doing I, huge damage with God Killer. Wow, I, I have to say I was unaware that the um the damage was that high. Yeah. Uh and then the other uh the other version of Caster, the dark blue version has his arm evolved into an amazing energy cannon that uh, reminds me of an anime that uh, I was introduced to that was really fun. Yeah, I have to say, that is a pretty crazy energy cannon. Um, I just pulled up the artwork, and when you first said arm evolved into an energy cannon, I was picturing like uh, Mega Man or something, but that looks like uh, uh, it would take Mega Man out in one shot. Yeah, definitely. I, I think he's uh, he's he, he far far beyond Mega Man in terms of arm based energy cannons. <laughs> um, we also had uh, a Woken Cow Cow. Uh, Woken Zhao Zhao, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> and so it begins. <laughs> <laughs> cow Cow versus Zhao Zhao. Um, so uh, you've got him. I do. I have. Um, I have two Zhao Zhao. So I have one in the red green form, and I actually had the red dark form all maxed out as well. And that's the one I chose to uh, move into the Awoken form. So yeah, I, I have him. I've got him all skilled up. No pluses in him, but uh, otherwise he is maxed out, and I am loving him so far. Cool. Uh, I have. I switched mine. I only have one. I switched him from red green to the awoken form and uh haven't used him yet. But uh I've been watching some videos and I'm excited to try. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, if I only had one, I would have done the same thing as you. The the red green is a great sub for red TPA, but red TPA isn't really uh going on right now. So, good call. Well, we'll. Uh, I think that we'll have some red TPA to talk about in uh, when we get to JP news. So, ooh, maybe he'll maybe he'll slot in there. Um, quests, quests came out as well. I, I think that the Sarasvati uh, Altivo came out also, but I'm just I I don't have one, so I'm very not up on Sarasvati. Um, I do have one. I did put her in her alt evo form. 
She's one skill away from max. I might as well just throw a Budpee in because I swear if I run Water Insect Dragon one more time, I'll just kill myself. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are such long skill up uh, uh, roads to go down. But um, yeah. my my Water teams, I've been running uh, Yo Yu and uh, Summer Mirror, so I haven't run her as a lead yet. So hmm. I, I'm also kind of uh, empty on, on on the news, but I know some people are loving her. I know that much. It's a great, great uh, ult Evo. Yeah, hits really, really hard. Pretty orb hungry, but hits really hard. Yeah. Now I'll have to. You'll have to report back with your experiences. I, I don't know much about her, so. Okay. I, I, uh, I'll see if I run a dungeon or two and report back. So uh, the other thing that came out with our new patch update was the quests we finally got the quests um bunch of rewards uh had you got you had a I, did you have all of the stuff done right away aside from uh the fact that running a multiplayer dungeon previous to the quests coming out didn't count so everyone had to like run a multiplayer dungeon real quick <laughs> i actually i have um there's one that i haven't done it's um I haven't gone uh, completely through the technicals, uh. so I, I think there's like maybe a few, and I, I'm just always so lazy, there's always something else for me to do, um, but I think that's in the top tier, to finish some technical dungeon, I forget which one it is, but to do all the levels in it, and that's the only one I haven't done, so oh, yeah, I every, think, I everything think it's else one... was done. I think it's one of the alt techs, and I think yeah, I think yeah that's, that's where that's what I meant the alt tech. Yeah, I saw a lot of people that were like, "Oh man!" Like people that I had assumed would have finished them all were like, uh, "Anyone want to hop in with me and finish up these technical dungeons?" <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, that was one of the stickers for a lot of people. Um, unfortunately, I you know I have a. One of my friends is like, I was like, hey, did you get your uh, star? Because we all got uh, one of the rewards on one of the levels. I think the mythical level was uh, the Star Treasure Thieves Den for an hour. Yeah. So you get to, yeah, you get to pop it and run it for an hour. Which I Have you used yours yet? I haven't used any of mine yet. Um, I'm kind of unsure if we get more of those in the mail or, or how it works, you know, with future quests. So I've been kind of saving it. And seeing, you know, I'm sure at some point some amazing new card will come out and I'll want to throw as many pluses, you know, as I can in a short order and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use it at that point in time. That makes sense. I, I'm behind that. I have only used one of mine so far because I wanted to know some stuff about these dungeons. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, I was there because King Carnival is one of them and I was like, well, is it going to have just King Carnival, or is it also going to have Super King Carnival? And if I run both levels, do I get a stone? So I wanted to know those things, uh, and so I I popped my Rare Monster Infestation, which is my my least favorite Gorilla Dungeon, and uh, ran that. Did both levels, didn't get a stone, and then uh, found out that there, there were both difficulties involved. So I got the information I wanted to know. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, I didn't burn one of the ones that I kind of care about, you know? Nice. Did it for science. It, Everyone appreciates it. Yeah. Did it for science, indeed. Um, 
you know, one of my friends is, uh, you know, I actually managed to, we, we did a, I did a dacho carry of him last night for Machine Zeus, uh, and we ended up having to spend a stone, which I'll explain, uh, a little bit later, but, uh, he I was he was showing me his quests and uh basically he's held up because you have to finish at a certain percentage in the uh in the ranking dungeon. Oh uh, the ranking dungeon one, yeah. And uh he is not a good combo at or he's not very good at combos. He is uh he is really great at farming and dedication. <laughs> um but uh and so I you know, I was like he uh, he recently w- went away from the game for a bit. Came back. He's like, "What do I do?" And I'm like, "Well, you don't like comboing, so let's develop this Awoken Lube team." Oh, there you go. Yeah, you you, you don't uh, have to match anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, so we did that. And uh, so his Awoken Lube team is is pretty ready to rock, and he's able to to crush some stuff that way. But uh, has not translated to. Uh, he still has not finished higher than ninety three percent in a uh, in a ranking dungeon. Oh so, wow, that's uh... so he he's got some uh, some quest rewards to claim if he can finish in uh, in the in like twenty percent or something like that. <laughs> oh man, well yeah, it sounds like ninety three to twenty is going to be uh, quite quite a ways to go. But I, I mean, I guess if the right dungeon comes around and you got the right team for it, you know, it all comes together pretty quickly. So. Yeah, if uh, you know, I I was looking at some of the videos of people who finished like top top ten. I saw a video from one person who finished top ten in the most recent ranking dungeon, and uh, it was basically you know by color board changes and then swipe, and you essentially were hoping that your orbs matched, right? <laughs> so, That's so one it strategy. Was just like, you know, it's this Wadatsumi dungeon, and they're popping Gronia and just swiping a finger across the board and hoping that at least six green orbs matched up in that swipe. Um, and so I, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, if my friend can set up something like that uh, for one of these future ones where, you know, he's not required to hit a combo shield, although there's almost always some sort of combo shield in these dungeons. Um, but, uh, I think if we can make at least all of the possible swipe floors as fast as possible, even if he takes a really long time to do, you know, five combos on one floor, uh, you know, 10% is probably still actually achievable. He'll get there. He'll get there eventually. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Cause, uh, I'm pretty sure that if we can get that, uh, star treasure thieves den, uh, reward for him he'll run it with me and so i'll get i'll get the benefit <laughs> oh nice everyone wins uh, yeah, i yeah or i was just gonna say like i'm not entirely selfless in this <laughs> <laughs> um what do you think uh lately the stream rewards we've gotten some uh plus 297 to madras i am loving those i mean with, with, with the uh Star Treasure Thieves Den pluses aren't that hard to come by when that dungeon actually comes around. You could, you know, farm some two ninety sevens in in an hour, maybe even quicker. Um, but man, to just open the mail and have one, loving it, loving it. So, 
I love it too. Um, and, uh, you know, those, the posts on Reddit where you see where someone posts, oh, my first Hypermax team, you're like, yay, good for you. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, two of those were given to you, <laughs> you know, like 297s. Um, and like, you know, we've get, been getting these like, uh, relatively easy, clear descended dungeons that someone can carry you through that give you plus 50, uh, flamey or woodsy. Um, oh, yeah. so it's not quite the achievement it used to be. Uh, you know, still, I obviously still excited for people to have that, but, uh, you know, I think people are getting to hypermax teams after playing for not super long. So yeah, I remember back in my day, we were we we would be happy when three uh, X normals were around. Oh my god, three X normals was a dream. It was amazing. It was a, <laughs> I I remember waiting for three X normals to come to NA and just be like, oh my god, I'm so excited! I'm gonna run King of the Gods and get two plus eggs per run. It's gonna be incredible. <laughs> And, and and then I remember seeing footage of the 10x descends going to Japan, and it blew my mind. I was like, "What is happening?" When people were speed running, um, I think maybe it was Gomon. I, I I forget what it was, but I saw footage of one of those Gomon Tengu something like that, and it was just I was like, "What is going on? The game is broken now." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I remember that as well. See, I was, uh, well, I had a JP account at the time. So when it came out and I, you know, I was able to use my account to beat Kanetsugu and I was like, you know, taking a photo of my screen afterwards of all the drops (laughs) and just like, I got seven plus eggs in run, run. This is insane. And like sending it out to my friends because we were, you know, at the time we're like, Oh my god, five times plus eggs in technical dungeons. We're going to run mech dragons on Monday. And, you know, like, just like sending photos to each other. You know, we spent 50 stamina and got three plus eggs. Oh my god, that's amazing. You know? <laughs> Whereas now, 50 stamina in Star Trek or Thieves' Den is getting you 20 plus eggs guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, you know, plus eggs obviously are a different beast these days. Uh, I get a little conflicted with my 297 Tamadras because occasionally I'm looking at a monster that needs to be plus egged and it's already fully awoken. Do you, do you ever, uh, consider sacrificing the awakening and just like, nope, plus eggs that Tamadra, Tamadra's cool, the awakening's cool, but I don't need it more than I need the plus eggs. Oh yeah. Always, or you always awakening someone with this. Um, I mean, if it works out, then that's great, but I will most definitely sacrifice a Tamadra, you know, I, I mean, these days we get Tamadra infestation, or, uh, uh, Tamadra spotted, whatever the dungeon's called, about once a week, so an awakening is not that hard to come by, and it definitely represents a much lower amount of stamina than, uh, a 297. Yeah, I would, I would agree there, um. I had some conversations with some people recently that were like, oh, like, because uh, the experience that a lot of people had with Mir is that they would farm more Miru in order to feed them all and get all the awakenings. And so, and that makes sense for her because she's got nine awakenings um, and it's not, 
you know, if you're not going to use her to farm her. So, uh, you know, that's, it's pretty common to do that. But then, uh, I ran into that. Someone was asking about machine Zeus and I was like, no, 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 you don't farm machine Zeus in order to get the awakenings. Just go ahead and, uh, <laughs> go ahead and use Demodras on machine Zeus. He's worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I did the same thing actually. I, I farmed up all the mirror um, before I even did the first evolution, even though I had all the materials sitting there. Um, but yeah, with Machine Zeus, the second I got him, I uh, threw in, you know, threw in the the Tamajos because I I had his materials ready. So I evolved him, awoken him, and he's still not max level. That guy takes too much damn XP. So much. It's it's sixteen million. Sixteen million. It's insane. It's like, but you know what? You don't need him to be max level. You run him in a rogue dungeon. It doesn't matter anyways. Uh, and throw some plus eggs on him. He does so much damage all the time that you know max level is not really necessary. Yeah, yeah. Get him. <laughs> get him. Feed it, feed him a mere ten million exp and get him to level eighty or whatever. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm actually right at like seventy eight or something. So it's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like uh, the news is that uh, on Friday we're gonna get the two ninety seven Zeus dungeon. That thing looks uh, kind of tricky. I was looking at some footage of people doing it, and I mean the numbers behind the dungeon can be a bit intimidating. I think uh, Zeus has ho- how many hit points? Do you know how many? I think it's over 60 million. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's somewhere around there. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't look too difficult aside from the locked orbs at the end. Um, it looks like, you, you know, if you don't have a... Uh, a Mida KG to um, uh, inherit, then you're going to have to be able to tank something, you know, or, or, or to bring a Raphael or a um, uh, Thanatos inherit. Wait, does Thanatos do? Yeah, Thanatos does the. Yep, the Thanatos is the one. Something like that to be able to clear it off. I mean, it doesn't look too. It doesn't look too bad, but the numbers do look a little daunting when it, when you have to do 60 million damage there. Yeah, I. Uh ran it when it was in JP when I still had my JP account and I brought Raw Dragon and uh got to got to Zeus and I think I popped Muse and hit all my combos and didn't kill him. <laughs> I oh hit the, man. I had Muse and the 144 times multiplier and wasn't able to kill uh, Zeus uh, in one shot and I think I ended up stoning it um, but 297 maybe worth it oh yeah I would say yeah. so I, I mean just like we were saying you know the amount of stamina uh, it costs to get a, a full 297 e- even farming now um, you know it's probably worth one one stone um, for for a higher level player, you might be able to farm a two ninety seven with one stone. But I mean, how much time are you saving by just using the stone there and getting it within you know a few minutes instead of farming for an hour? Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's exciting. I'll, I'll be excited to try and do that. I it looks like it's uh, going to be one of those gift dungeons, which means that we will not be able to co op it. 
Yeah, well, I, I saw um, all the videos I saw of Clears. They were solo runs, so yeah, it looks like you know you're in this on your own. I can't bail you out on this one, Evan. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I I'm gonna need it. I have not decided what I'm gonna try to run for it. Um, I was looking at uh, some some clears with uh, Lube and uh, Cow Cow, and uh, they both they both involved a. Uh, Maida Keiji inherit, and uh, so I'm hoping I'll find someone on my friends list who throws one on there so that I don't have to do it. Man, well, you know, I think I still have a Thanatos inherit on my Awoken Lube, so that that could be one way to get it done as well. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, and uh, I see we have a three-day Godfest coming up. Three-day Godfest happening now. Today is day one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you are you going to be pulling in any of the three days? I will not. Um, I am going to save my stones. I, I think I have some stuff to work on, some stuff to develop, uh, and I, you know, I'm also I I'm pretty free with spending stones for stamina, and uh, so I think I'm going to keep what I've got currently and uh, put that towards towards stamina and whatever. I choose to use it on and, uh, you know, prevent myself from dropping five stones at a time on silver eggs or dupe, <laughs> dupe gold eggs. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's tough because I'm kind of at the same point you are where a lot of the pantheons are kind of completed or, like, like for instance, today, um, the only uh, pantheon or the only card in the featured pantheons that I don't have is... Uh, Kushinata Hime, and I was almost kind of thankful when the new form was announced in JP. It wasn't amazing where I felt like I'd be missing out if I didn't have her. So I, I am not going to be pulling today. I think I'm going to do a few tomorrow, um, only because Egypt is such a great pantheon. If I got another Ra or another Anubis, I'd be pretty happy. And if a Renove lands in my lap, well, then so be it. Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, I don't, I don't have Anubis, so I think it's the only of the Egyptian series that I'm missing, and I've only got the one Ra, but I've got a Groom Ra, so I, yeah, I think I'm okay there. So I'm not, not gonna worry about that. I don't know. I, I just, uh, I'll take a break and uh, have myself mentally ready to uh, spend some stones whenever the next interesting collab runs around. Well, you, you could always step up to Anubis, the, the anti-ALB, and, uh, you know, get welcome to the big leagues, where eight combos means nothing. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you probably would uh, have noticed I have never posted a video of me running anything with Anubis. I've got an Awoken Anubis, and I've messed around with him in, in some dungeons, but I've never tried any serious content with him. No, and you don't really see anyone trying any serious content with Anubis anymore. Occasionally, every once in a while, I'll see uh, somebody posting on uh, that carry server on Discord looking for an Anubis carry through Machine Zeus. (laughs) And most people are just like, "Uh, I don't think I'm going to answer this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely, uh, you know, I I mean, unless you're at 
the top, top, top level of talent, that is one difficult way to run that dungeon. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what I've seen is that you can try to cheese your way through an, uh, Machine Zeus with Anubis, and like I'm gonna put cheese in air quotes, but uh, basically what you do is you inherit a bunch of bicolor boards on there, and you just pop like, pop a Blonia active, pop a Ronia active, and and set up your board off of that. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but that's that's how you try to get through that dungeon. So, I don't know. I. I it it sounds like I I don't think you're getting through Machine Zeus with Anubis unless you're either really really good, or uh, you've also you bring all those bicolor board actives. Yeah. So that's like it's you're either really really good or you have a really really developed team uh, or developed box in general, and uh, you know in that case you probably have something better to run it with. Yeah, for sure. So, 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 so yeah. no Godfest pulls for you then. Not day one, I don't think two, so. or three. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to chase any of the new Godfest exclusives, and uh, it, there's no one that I'm particularly like. Oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. So I'll, I'll just, I'll hold off. I wish I had Caster. Uh, I wish I had Spica, because um, those are the two cards that I actually like the most from that series. Uh, and, uh, my white whale Akachi is not in this Godfest, so. Uh, wait. Oh my god. Do you not have any, uh, Akachi? I don't have dark Akachi. I only have the wedding version. Oh, sorry. What what, what were you saying, though? I was, Diana is live, live pulling Godfest off on the side here. Oh my uh, goodness. just showed me her oh did one pull a yolo roll yep i'm seeing a nod yes and uh it was blue odin whoa six star yep yolo rolled the six star oh man (laughs) getting a getting a big smile from that that side of the room I almost, I almost feel like i i should try and do one yolo roll should i do a, a live podcast yolo roll yeah, absolutely. I, I feel let's, inspired by Diana. Yeah, the, the, let's let's go through the roller coaster of emotion that is the Yolo roll. <laughs> All right, you know what? I, I'm gonna go for one. Okay, here we go. We have entered the REM machine. Okay. All right, here we go. We've got a gold plus coming out, and very tense. <laughs> oh God, it's a Kraken Rider. Kraken Rider, uh, exactly what you were hoping for. <laughs> Damn it, Diana and Blue Odin. <laughs> <laughs> you got suckered in. Oh, just, well. Oh, well. J- just, li- just like a Reddit post of someone pulling Beach Ashamali and Beach Mirror in five rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kraken Rider. It's Midnight Gala. What's Kraken Rider doing there? Man, does Shame. uh <laughs> does Kraken Rider have the uh, like good for co op awakening? Um, hold on, let me check out what would happen if I were to evolve the Kraken Rider. Good news, I have the materials, and yes, ne- Kraken Rider Nell 
does come with two TPAs, a blue row, a skill boost, a skill bind resist, and the multiplayer bonus. So the, those, you know, those TPAs and the multiplayer bonus, and I, I believe the active has a relatively short cooldown? Um, five turn cooldown, five non-water into hearts. Huh, I'm, uh, I'm smelling a TPA Biru sub. Oh, it's a six-turn cooldown. Oh, most definitely, yeah. I mean, with the with the multiplayer there, it's not not the worst thing. It, it, it's I, I mean, I really appreciate how they buffed a lot of the lesser used cards and gave them some of those useful awakenings. You know, the killer awakenings, the multiplayer awakenings. Um, wow, I, I bet Diana's jealous that I've got a Kraken Rider now, and she probably doesn't. So you know, oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay, right. okay. I know. I got a sidetrack there. I got excited for a moment. You know, <laughs> God, Godfest called me in. So we'll we'll move on in from Godfest into our. You know, is there before we move on? Is there any day if you were maybe a newer player uh, and you're looking at this three days of Godfest? What would be the day that you would suggest most of all that people pull? Um, I would say, without a doubt, day two would be the best one. Um, day two features the Egypt uh, Pantheon, so you're looking at um, uh, Bastet, who's a great lead early on. You're looking at Ra, who, again, fits the bill as a great lead. You're looking at Anubis, who's a very daunting lead that you wouldn't want to use. Um, and, of course, uh, Isis is, I, I guess, kind of a, a good lead early on for like, really early color match teams and an amazing top-tier sub still, uh, you know, at the end game. All right. Oh, all right. And, and, uh, and, and Horus is part of that Pantheon as well, right? He's in uh, that yes. Egypt Pantheon? Yeah. So, again, good. He's still, you know, he'll get you to the end game for sure, so... Yeah, I, I think uh, as a leader, the uh, Indian 2 and JP2 from today are relatively outclassed and, and can be, I think, hard to use initially. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and then uh, if we look at... And I think the Mechanical Series 1, uh, they actually have a relatively easy-to-activate leader skill. Um, so those those can be paired very nicely with like uh, Yomi Dragon, or uh, you could pair Al Resha with Sumire because I think they're all five sparkle leaders, right? I'm pretty sure they are. And one thing I did encounter though is I have an alt North American account, and I pulled a Pollux very early on, um, and it's actually tough to come across orb enhances. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, um, even though it, it was a you know it's a very easy to activate leader skill, um, I didn't have any subs that had orb enhances. So I, I guess it could still be a bit uh, situational, basically. Uh, I mean, it, it shouldn't be too difficult to farm some subs with orb enhances. I think uh, Valkyrie has two, and uh, if you can. Squeeze out a Defoud. Defoud has a bunch of orb enhances. Yeah, Defoud so. could be a little tough early on, but yeah, Valkyrie is definitely a good option. Valkyrie's a good option. Yeah. 
But well, yeah, uh, well, either way, day two. Day two seems to be the, the day for the, the uh, early players. Yeah, and then I think maybe day three is the day to stay away from. Yeah, unfortunately, Greco-Roman is just... Uh, I mean, I guess Awoken Venus is kind of having a return to glory as a sub for Mir. But... Yeah. Um, and I, I suppose Razuel seems to be a key part of a Renov team, but, but so, neither of those are really for players just starting out. Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's you know stay away almost no matter who you are, and unless you're gunning for a certain card, like like the example that yeah. I just gave there. Yeah. All right. Uh, agreed. I think that's a. Solid, solid recommendation there. All right, so JP News. Uh, looking at a, a very interesting meta shift. Are you? Uh, have you read about it? Are you um, interested? I know a little bit about it, but honestly, not that much. So um, it seems like uh, the Kushinada Hime update kind of ties in with that. Maybe you could uh, shed some light? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we have seen... So they JP announced, oh, hey, we're going to put out this new Descended boss, uh, and it's going to shake up the game with a new leader skill and a new active skill. And uh, this Descended boss is a blue light monster whose name appears to be Kepri. Okay. And, and uh, Descended boss, farmable monster, uh, looking at a, uh, you know... I, you know, stats are are decent, not too incredible. Uh, unbindable, it's got a bind clear awakening, two time extend, skill boost, skill bind resist. So interesting in that respect. Uh, but let's look at this active ability. The active ability, uh, max skills down to 12 turns, uh, so that's 15 skill ups. Uh, so that's, there's going to be that. <laughs> um, and then the skill is extending time to move orbs by two seconds for one turn. So that's interesting. So we're getting some time. Uh, she's got a full second of time extend herself as uh, awakenings. And she also adds two combos to your combo count for one turn. Wow. So, so, so basically, um, you're hitting five combos and you're getting credit for seven. So if you have to bypass a combo shield... That's a pretty big deal. Yes, the very big deal for bypassing combo shields. Uh, that really helps, uh, especially if you're uh, not good at comboing, or uh, you know your your strength is like maybe you have to get past a combo shield of you know you have to hit seven combos, which you do in some dungeons, and uh, you just want to make rows. You got a row team, so you can pop this, uh, get past that combo shield with just making uh, you know three rows and two other combos um the leader skill is what is uh, probably the most uh foreign to the experienced pad player uh like you and i is she gets five times attack for water attribute just base so you know i remember when shiva dragon came out and you're like what static 25 times attack you don't have to do anything that's insane so this monster has the same deal five 25 times attack um and then when you hit three combos you get an additional two times attack when you hit 
four combos or more, you get three times attack. So you're looking at 225 times attack for water attribute, and all you have to do is hit four more combos. Wow, that seems pretty so that, wild. So that seems like a really low requirement, right? But wait, Evan, what's the catch? <laughs> you cannot make combos of three or four orbs. They don't they don't count. Wow. So they don't even erase. So you your every combo you make has to be five or more orbs. That's that's uh that's going to make hitting uh four combos actually a bit of a challenge there, huh? Yeah. So now if you use her active ability and you're adding two, you can make one row of blue and then add the two combos with her active ability. And then you are hitting the at least the first level of multiplier, which is, uh, I guess that's 100 times attack. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be 100. And then uh, if you do one additional combo, which shouldn't be that hard, given that all you had to do is use six blue orbs, and then uh, you just have to connect five of something else, uh, that'll get you the full 225 times attack. But, uh, you know, on your average turn, you're going to have to try and make these matches of five or more and try to do three of them so uh definitely interesting to play with but kind of weird and it'll be interesting thing for us to watch in the future yeah for sure so right now this uh this card has been announced but has not descended in jp yet i believe that the dungeon has already uh come out okay well i'm gonna see if i um Try and find some uh, footage of people playing her then. You know, if you were to copy the Japanese characters for the name and then head on over to YouTube and paste that in, that's a good way to find some Japanese content. Yeah, that is a good way. I also use, um, if you use PadGuide, the app on your phone, uh, there's, uh, when you go to any monster or dungeon, there's a little uh, video link. Um, and that searches uh, by both the uh, English and Japanese names. And so it pops up a lot of videos of uh, Japanese content where, you know, that hasn't come out in the U.S. yet. So well, you're, you're just back to the one-upmanship, aren't you? Well, I, I'm, that's a <laughs> different one, – one different ship. <laughs> I think your, uh, your uh, way is sort of the uh, – the better way the, that you can find more stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't find the pad guide way particularly easy to navigate, but it's simple to get into at least. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, so I think that we. This is the first monster that mentioned this. Like, hey, you can't combo with small numbers. You have to have big numbers of orbs involved. Uh, and uh, so it's very interesting. Uh, I haven't played with it obviously because it's jp only for now uh but i think that uh it definitely does seem like a little bit of a meta shift now this particular monster um you know needing at least five orbs to combo and hitting this super high multiplier but not actually um having any sort of stat boost uh makes it not really very uh not really very good uh as a leader i mean i'm sure people will uh, be 
experimenting with the meta and beating some hard things with her because you know once you've got a multiplier that big you can beat a bunch of hard things oh yeah for sure but uh for the most part this isn't gonna pop into ss tier on any of the websites over there um on the other hand there is a monster that just did come out in fact two in this collab that are going to pop right into ss tier it seems and have you taken a look at these yet? Uh, no, this is completely new uh, new to me. Okay, so this collab is going to be called something along the lines of Ultimate Muscle, I think, when it translates to North America. And it's a bunch of... Uh, it's a wrestler anime, I think. And uh, there are two monsters... And uh, if you'd like to pull them up and take a look, uh, we're talking about uh, pad number 3125. And now I don't know the names of these off the top of my head, uh, but uh, there's a red and a dark monster. And the two of them have this leader skill that people are... I've heard some people call it broken. Wow. So, okay. I've pulled up 3125. This is a guy giving, uh, first of all, he's giving the other guy a pile driver. Nothing worse than that. So, you know, don't, don't let's not make this dirty. You know, <laughs> it's a couple dudes doing some pro wrestling. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, it, it so is, let's see. It is the crotch meta. The crotch <laughs> meta is here. These monsters are some of the strongest in the game now, I think. And uh, there are just some there's a lot of crotches in the art for this collab but i mean that's what happens with wrestling pro wrestling is a lot of dudes in very small underwear oh yeah i mean there's definitely some serious um crotch action going on here and i'm kind of looking through um let's see okay i'm trying to find the so so you said there is the the red card and what's the second one uh, the red card. The other card is a dark card that's number uh, three one two nine, and now gotcha. these they're slightly different leader skills. Um, the dark card uh, requires you to match twelve dark orbs to max out the leader skill, uh, okay. which is so a uh, row. essentially a double row. Yes, so fat rows, uh, and then the red one. Uh, is requiring you so he is to max out his attack leader skill you need to hit three or more red combos gotcha but if we take a look at the red card first he got it has a seven turn active he changes green jammers and poison to red so you got a uh, single orb change to red plus haste uh does also cleans your board up getting rid of those uh junk orbs yeah. Um, and his leader skill, uh, so you get, if you hit the three or more fire combos, you get five times attack, uh, four times attack with two fire combos. But his leader skill also gives two times to all parameters. So you're getting four times HP, four times recovery, and four times attack, meaning that hitting his leader skill in combined with your with the four times all parameters uh, means that you're getting a hundred times attack if you hit the 
five uh, five combos. But three connected orbs don't count. So you got to do a minimum of a TPA. TPAs all day. Yeah. But like hitting a TPA is not that hard. You do need to hit you do need 12 red orbs to hit his 100 times multiplier. So Wow. He's going to be orb hungry, but man with 4 times HP and 4 times uh recovery, you're essentially having the heart cross meta without having to do the heart cross, right? And, that 75 that 75% damage reduction does essentially the same thing as giving you four times HP and four times recovery. Now, there's some differences that actually matter, but uh, nonetheless, um, very, very similar and looks like a very easy, easy card to use. Wow. And, and I would have to say one thing that jumped out to me about the active skill is that there's a haste on there. Yeah. So so we're looking at – I mean he's definitely orb hungry, but he's making his orbs and putting that haste on. So if you're using something like, uh, say, Scarlet or Awoken Leylon, and you're creating orbs and keeping haste going, um, it seems like you're going to be just dealing out a ton of damage. Certainly does. It certainly does. And then, uh, you know, this guy, you could... You can run TPA subs, or you know, if you're able to really like pump out orbs in the way it looks like you might be able to, you could run row subs. Um, you know, getting you know doing uh, a row and two TPAs will hit really, really hard. Wow! Um, and he's he's got he's got two time extends on him plus Devil Killer, um, and uh, so that that will uh, help for you know making. You know, making sure that you've got the sort of combos you need. Um, not unbindable, so you know you are vulnerable to binds, and that HP and the recovery is going to go away if you don't uh, have something available to clear those binds. Um, but uh, that's a very interesting card. And then if we take a look at the dark card, um, same same deal. Two time extends. Uh, this guy's got a couple skill boosts uh, and a dark row instead of uh, instead of those two TPAs and one skill boost. He's also a god killer, and uh, similar, very similar uh, active ability, uh, except that it adds another orb type in there. So you've got two colors plus poison and jammer getting changed to dark, and he adds a combo for one turn um, to your combo count. Uh, and then, and so no haste on him, and it's a 12-turn cooldown, so that's pretty long. And then we're looking at two times all parameters, and then if you make that fat row, you're going to get 144 times attack. Wow, that, that, that's, uh, that's pretty serious. So wait, so you said um, we don't know these guys' names. Do we not know them at all? Like, uh, is there any English translation for this uh, uh, anime? Uh, I don't know. Uh, so we haven't seen, I don't see an English translation, uh, on here yet. I believe that there, I've seen the names on Reddit, uh, but I, I don't, I don't have them memorized, unfortunately. Well, I mean, if you were to give the red card a name, uh, what would you pick? If I, if I named the red card? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Man, 
he kind of looks like he belongs in the insane clown posse. <laughs> the insane clown posse has been doing a bunch of steroids since I last saw them. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, let, let, I think that's it. We'll go with uh, insane steroid clown. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, let's, let's – um, I mean – I was thinking something like violator, but that could definitely uh, be interpreted wrong. Because I just meant, you know, he would violate the rules of the game by not letting you match three orbs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> the red violator. <laughs> the red violator. Let's go for it. Um, well, it's, fu- it's funny because I, I think the art on the, uh, the dark one is actually kind of neat. It's kind of neat. I, I mean, I, I would give him like uh, uh, super ultimate tornado arms. I, I think that would be uh, uh, a pretty good name for him. He, he he's kind of he he kind of has like a shredder vibe going uh, with maybe like like a, a Jason mask sort of thing, huh? Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, right. I think super ultimate tornado arms uh, will end up being the English translation. Okay. I, all right, sounds good. <laughs> that that, that right. was an unplanned segment uh, of of the show. Name the the JP cards. All right. Um, so I think let's uh, let's try to cruise through the rest of this podcast um, and uh, wrap it up relatively relatively shortly. I think we uh, got really excited about talking about our news <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, maybe we'll we'll skip the leader of the pod this week because I think that uh, I don't we don't necessarily have time to do it justice. Um, okay. Okay. So I let's mention uh, let's do uh, the mechanic of the week, which I I just want to mention because it happened to me last night, and I think it's a, an interesting thing that people may not know and will be surprised when it happens to them. Uh, and then we'll do a cute corner and a quick tip and, and wrap this up. Does that sound good to you? That sounds good. All right, so uh, my mechanic week is uh, mechanic of the week or pod, whatever you would call it, uh, is death by jammer block. And uh, this is something that most people encounter in um, in Indigo. Now, okay. Indigo has this uh, deal that she likes to do where she will. Uh, change your board when you first uh, enter her her the boss floor of indigo and she's got this double attack where she she changes the board makes poison and jammers and then she locks them now if you block her poison and her jammers which can happen on uh, a bastet team because bastet's got a lot of poison resist and uh, a lot of times people had thrown on their uh, a Lube who has jammer resist. So if you block jammers and poison, then when she goes to do her second attack and lock those orbs, there's nothing for her to lock. So instead of locking their orbs, she reverts to her regular level attack. So a lot of people have been killed by her just attacking instead instead of doing that lock move because they didn't necessarily heal as much as they needed to that next floor because they weren't expecting to get attacked yeah i i uh i did wipe on that dungeon that way once and i think i was running past that huh 
All right, cool. So that comes up. Uh, it happened to me last night, and it's apparently a super rare occurrence. I have Tengu on my Dacho carry team, and Tengu has one Jammer Resist Awakening, and I think that I'm sure that's the only one on the team. And what happened was, uh, on the eighth floor of Machine Zeus, there is a Skyfall increase of Jammers. So when you kill that floor, you usually end up with some jammers on your board. And then when you go into the next floor, that monster does a two-move sequence of making a ton of jammers and then locking jammers. Right? So yeah. there's a chance that I should have gotten jammers skyfalled on floor eight. And then there's also the fact that that monster makes jammers. So what happened was no jammers got skyfalled on the eighth floor and then on the ninth floor tengu managed to block the jammer attack so when when the monster went to go lock jammers there was nothing for it to lock so it just reverted to its regular attack and murdered us man yeah that that uh that does happen it's rare but it's a it's it's a surprise when it happens. I remember when it happened to me. I, I thought something was uh you know something was wrong. I was like looking at Puzzle Dragon X to run the dungeon and you know couldn't figure out why I had just gotten uh you know knocked out. But yeah, it's it's very uh it's like uncommon and rare enough that it it doesn't often get mentioned in dungeon descriptions. And then when it happens. People are really, really confused. So, um, if you have, if a monster has a preemptive strike, and somehow there's no way for it to do it, it will revert to its uh, regular attack level and just do a normal attack instead. So, uh, it's important uh, if you are trying to farm a dungeon, and let's say you're running with Machine Zeus, and you can't take preemptive hits, otherwise it'll derail everything and kill you. Um, you need to pay attention and make sure that you you don't block something that uh, you know that monster was planning to uh, use. So uh, it, I was very surprised when it happened, and I I, I realized what happened immediately, uh, but nonetheless was still astonished when I when we suddenly died uh, last night. <laughs> oh man! But I I decided that uh, you know since I was running my buddy through. I would stone the dungeon. Uh, we stoned, cleared that floor, and cleared Machine Zeus on the next floor. And uh, it was only a, a one stone clear for uh, that carry. So nice. Could have been could have been zero, but uh, Tengu decided to step up and block those jammers. <laughs> He's just trying to help. He's just trying to help. I know. I know. Just trying to help, but it led to us dying. Oh well. All right. Uh, I'm going to move into the cute corner, and uh, we're going to talk about some art that I love, and uh, that is number 3120. All right. This is is Navi from the Summer Collab. I hope I didn't jump uh, jump over whatever you were picking. No, no, uh, not at all. Resting Wings Dragon Collar Navi. And... uh, 
this is art that I like. Uh, and I, now I don't know if I'm a particular fan of uh, Navi herself, but the details in it uh, sold me. Um, she's got a uh, a little sapphire dragon over on the side who's playing on a uh, blue orb beach ball, which I like a lot. <laughs> and then we've got a uh, a shiny and a a bubbly on the side, and the bubbly's spitting water at the shiny. And I'm uh, I, those are the kind of details that I, I love in my pad art, and uh, this this one sold me for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and um, she's she's got the, the the life preserver on, which is also blue and matches real nice. She's giving her a little peace sign, and seems to be having a pretty good time. Yeah, definitely, and and uh, relatively strong card too uh, for uh, those uh, Biru teams. It is a it is definitely a strong card. I, I mean. There's almost no reason that is a four-star silver. That should at least be a five-star gold. It is a great card. Yeah, it's the one of the one of the best silvers that you can pull for sure. Oh yeah. And uh, do you have a, a pick for uh, art that we should talk about? Uh, I do, and and it was a, a toss-up on my first uh, podcast. If I was going to go with this one or the one I did choose, which was uh, Denebola. Um, so now that I'm back, I get to choose uh, the other one that I really like, which is two four two zero. So that is Dark Plant Mechanical Star God Spica. All right, and now uh, we I think we mentioned this last time because we saw the uh, Spica Alt Evos, the new come Ultimate out. Evos, yeah, that are out, and she she loses her smile. Well. I, my yeah. my speaker uh, is in this form, and she is happy as can be. Yeah, we, do you think you'll be changing, or are you gonna keep her? Um, I mean, I suppose if she gets a part in, uh, you know, a very high level team that 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 can clear end game content, I might consider it. But um, right now, she's just kind of a, a nice box cheerleader for me, so that's kind of how. You know, I'm thinking she's gonna stay. Oh, that sounds good. Um, that she's a solid box cheerleader, and 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 I think uh, you know the art is really good. Uh, I'm a big fan of like nice clear art, like where I'm. I look at it, I'm not really confused as to what's going on. Uh, and this one for sure, like everything's very distinct, uh, and she looks really good, um, and like. Has, it has that kind of anime feel to her where she looks happy and uh, doesn't look incredibly lewd <laughs> and, yeah. and uh, uh, doesn't have the giant bulging boobs that I you know come to expect mostly. Well, the, this is the cute corner, right? Not not the yeah. Uh... <laughs> you, you nailed it. <laughs> Can't get any more cute than Spica. For sure, for sure, um, and. Uh, one of the things that uh, really sort of affects how much I like a particular card's art is how the icon looks after they've cropped it, and uh, hers is perfect. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like the uh, um, what's it called? Uh, I mean, necklace, I guess, or whatever it is she's wearing—the ornate uh, choker sort of thing—and you yeah. can make that out in the icon, so it's very nice. Yeah, it's really good. All right, uh, so. We've got tips for the, from for this podcast, and uh, 
the early game tip that I have thrown out there is complete your quests because that team cost badge is huge for early game players. Yeah, that one is great. It definitely used to be where you might get lucky enough to pull a amazing six-star lead or something, and maybe even, you know, you get the Evo mats to get it to, you know, whatever, the ultimate form or, or something, but you don't have the team cost to set up anything around it, and you're running, you know some some bubblies or something <laughs> you know so i mean yeah that team the team cost one is huge huge for early game and the team cost one is the only one that still applies when you play multiplayer yeah definitely so someone that's early in the game um you know will be able to co-op with a more advanced player using some of their better cards yeah, and I think the you know the thing that you have in co-op is the shared skill boosts mean that you know if you've got a if you're co-oping as a newer player with a more advanced player and the more advanced player brings all those skill boosts like maybe you don't have skill ups on your monsters because you are a newer player um, and skill ups take a lot of work but your skills will be useful in that dungeon anyways. Yeah, yeah, they should be up pretty quick or right away. Yeah. Um, I had another, uh, a mid game tip to throw out. Uh, and I think we briefly touched on it earlier, but I would say that 297 Zeus dungeon that's supposed to come out in a couple of days, that's worth a stone or two. It's hard, but worth a stone or two. So if you got something that can do a bunch of damage, but it takes you maybe two turns to do all that damage, try to get through that anyways. Like, you know, let's say you're running like, uh, Ryune Duna Duna and uh you don't you need to pop some skills and it's going to take you a couple turns of that uh duna duna active to to uh knock zeus all the way down do that 60 million damage i think it's still worth it yeah for sure i I, even if you're not farming plus eggs we've gotten two 297s in the mail now and this would be a third one i mean you're, you're getting pretty close to a hypermax team just from that yeah and then did you have a tip you wanted to throw out there? Um, yeah, for sure. For very new players, um, the Gung Ho Collab, which is still around, I believe, for another day or two, um, has the three Kingdom cards in there. So you could get the Chibi version. So they're definitely not as good as the full-size versions. But for one, they could be used for their leader skills. Um, if you're just starting off, uh, the... Uh, uh, DQXQ card could be a nice leader if you if you didn't roll something good at the beginning. Um, they could also uh-huh. be used for skill ups if you're trying to skill up one of your three kingdom cards. Uh, I'm with you on that. I uh, I max skilled. I finished skilling up my Lubu from this pal machine, and nice. I think that the uh, the Lubu as a, a leader for early game stuff is is not to be underestimated as well. That's true. You get that big HP boost. Um, and finally, there's also a card in there, King Arthur, who is a laser, like a true damage card, which will boost up physical cards for a turn and will drop your HP to 1, which sounds like a perfect fit for a Gomon farming team. Yeah, definitely. I think I've seen a few videos using Arthur in in for maybe for a... a uh, star treasure thieves den farming team as well most definitely he fits in there perfectly 
I uh, I this is where I decided to wail on my pal machine. Oh really? Th- this was the pal machine wail. So you were you were yeah. hunting for skill ups. I was hunting for Arthur. Wow. So yeah. And um, did it work out? It did actually. I, I actually got him really quick. So I have been so months ago in JP there was a pal machine where every pull was a plus three. Yeah, I I was um, on my JP account when that happened, so I I was able to take advantage of that. Yeah, it was great. And I uh, have been hoarding pal points in NA in my mail ever since. But I have given up. I don't think it's coming. Uh, Well, yeah, it looks like... um, we're not going to get it because this is the PAL machine that they got it in. Yep. Right, yeah. So I was like, well, Arthur seems like a cool card that has some actual use, so I am going to pull until I get one of those. And uh, I opened a bunch of my mail PAL points and pulled and uh, actually got him relatively quickly. Got him in my, uh, I think, uh, third set of ten. Nice. Yeah, I have to say I got pretty lucky. I... I did not pull this pal machine once, but I did one set of ten, and I got Arthur, uh, Yukari, and uh, Princess Punt all in the the first set of ten. Oh, nice! Very nice. Cool. Uh, I think that about wraps up our podcast. We did it. We did it again. <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining again. me again. It's it was just as much fun as the first time. Oh, definitely, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like I got the, the lay of the land now, and aside from continuously taking us off track and doing an ADD-styled Godfest pull, um, uh, I'm definitely enjoying it. Lots of fun. No, no, we got we to gotta have our, our tangents and our YOLO pulls, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it would be too much of us just talking about news. All right, uh, if you are interested in emailing in a question to this podcast, you can email podcastbros at gmail.com. That's P-A-D-C-A-S-T-B-R-O-S at gmail.com. And uh, that's it. uh, Did you think of uh, an audio sign-off? Oh, um, until next time, wait for Evan to do the sign-off. May the Skyfall Gods be ever in your favor.